in your inner circle and why does it matter? Over the next few minutes, learn the truth I've discovered about our inner circles, the people in your life you talk to the most, laugh with, cry with, and share pretty much everything with. They know you well. When you get really great news or maybe not so great news, they are the first people you want to talk to. It's not a very big group, usually about three to five people. It can consist of your spouse, family, friends, church community, or coworkers. For me, over the years, I can look back and see how my inner circle changed through seasons of life. My family is a given for me. We are very close and I share pretty much everything with them. Beyond that, I've had an inner circle of friends that God has used to challenge me, walk life with me, and love me well through pretty much anything I've faced. If you were to have a conversation with and get to know, let's say three of those friends, you would get to know me. You are, to a certain extent, who your friends are. If that's true, then what do your friends or your inner circle reveal about you? Do they reflect what you value and believe? Do they even know what you value and believe? The beauty of a friend is that you don't have to agree on everything, but they know you and love you as is and encourage you and build you up more than they tear you down. A friend of mine shared this thought, the values and convictions that shape our beliefs and guide our paths should be a given to those in our tribe, not a debate, not a fight. Here's why that rings true for me. Who I spend my time with and who I believe God divinely brings into my life should be a circle of friends who love me and not only see who I am, but see who God is creating me to be. And they cheer that on and encourage that path for my life. Those are people we need around us. I love that we get a first-hand glimpse in the Bible of Jesus' inner circle of friends. From the beginning of his earthly ministry, Jesus was intentional about who he invited into his circle to follow him. Four fishermen, Peter, Andrew, James, and John, are blown away when Jesus miraculously fills their nets and boats with fish. They are the first four to drop everything and say, I'm in. Jesus would then add a few more, finalizing the 12 apostles. Of these 12, Jesus spent the most time with three, Peter, James, and John. They were there with him in his most memorable moments. They witnessed all sorts of miracles. They watched as Jesus on the Mount of Transfiguration revealed his heavenly glory to further deepen their faith. They were the three to go with Jesus to the garden before his arrest. Forty days after the resurrection, they watched him ascend into heaven and were commissioned with the others to go and spread the gospel. Were these three friends perfect? No way! They were sinners in need of a savior just like you and me. But God called them to be a part of the story. The day Jesus invited them on mission to be fishers of men, Jesus knew what that meant for their lives. And he took every moment of their three and a half years together investing in them and revealing truth to them 
preparing them for the day he would complete his mission, and they would then be the ones to complete their mission, to spread the gospel, establish his church, and ultimately die for it. The friends we surround ourselves with matter. Jesus knew that. He knows what true friendship looks like. That's why he spoke these words to his friends in John 15. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I learned from my Father, I have made known to you. Jesus was gathered with his closest friends in the upper room hours before his arrest, trial, and crucifixion. The words he speaks are revealing and intentional, and all the experiences they've walked together have led to this moment. He knows they will scatter. He knows of his betrayer. Yet still, he not only tells them what love looks like, he is about to show them as he lays his life down for his friends. Peter, James, and John, all three, along with the rest of the apostles, all ended up laying down their life for their friend and savior, Jesus. They were an inner circle that lived out loud the gospel truth, grace, and love of Jesus. If we call Jesus friend, we're called to do the same. That's the truth. Choose your inner circle wisely. Invest in friendships that will in turn invest in you. I'm Lori Klein.